The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the revolution. We've picked up a pirate radio signal. Oh, hello. You wanted it. Thank you for being here. We delivered it. What are you waiting for? This show is already starting off terribly. Feeding your outdoors addiction with analysis, insight, and expertise. Don't be so obnoxious. (laughs) For over 16 years, we are the voice of outdoor radio and the pulse of a nation. Please keep your volume to a minimum. Let's crank it up! Let the revolution with Jim and Trav begin. Booyah! Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Put your hands up now! You are all now prisoners of war. So I heard your your honey blind was raided. It was. By the FBI. (laughs) (laughs) Looking for those stale donuts. (laughs) That heater that always catches you on fire. That's right. Yeah. You and And, and Donald Trump. looking at the 16th box of stuff. Just some stuff he stole from the White House. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we're talking outdoors bound on today's show. This is going to be a first time ever. We're actually talking elk hunting. We're talking catfishing and Getting a tooth fixed in Jerusalem. Yeah. Not even a joke, folks. Yeah, hey, tell them Willie Boy's here. Uh, that's Willie Schmidt, Pure Hunting, all new 11 season, just kicked off. Sportsman Channel, Mondays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. We're going to have Cat Daddy on. We'll see if he knows about that all new uh, world record setting blue cat in Mississippi. In Mississippi, and then Zach Phillips and Mary O'Neill Phillips. Yeah, they're uh, actually going to be calling in from Jerusalem, yeah. Israel. No joke. Mary's there to get her tooth fixed, and uh, Zach's going to try to do some. Ibex hunting. Uh, so <laughs> and maybe quail hunting in Cairo. All right, so let's get to. Hey, we're going to get to Willie Schmidt, host of Pure Hunting. Willie! Are you there? We're outdoors bound this week on The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Here we go. Now kicking off a two-parter with Willie Schmidt, host of Pure Hunting on Sportsman Channel, Mondays 9 p.m. Eastern, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's part one. It's the it's elk season! Willie Schmidt! Jim just looks at me. All right, so Willie Schmidt, he is just now I can't believe us. you did that. You know, it's so hard to believe. I think, what, Jimbo? New Mexico? Early season archery for elk? Starts soon. Yeah, September 1st. That's hard to believe, Willie. I can't believe it. It's right around the corner. Yeah, it's really hard to believe that we have come through all of these hot months, and I don't know oh, how yeah. it's been for you over there in uh, in Colorado. Oh, he's in Montana now. Oh, he's in Montana? Yeah. Well, it's been hot yeah. in Montana, too. How hot is it? Yes. Well, it's pretty damn hot. Damn hot is what it is. <laughs> Anyhow. It's, uh, it's hot It's hot enough you're not thinking of elk season yet, but it's here. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. you know, it, that happens in that early season. Uh, even in Colorado, you have, you know, even though you're up high, it's still really hot. But they don't move too much when it's hot, do they? No, it's, it's that it's kind of proverbial early early in the morning to bed and, and last light in the evening. Um, all you're obviously hoping for is the cows to show some uh, interest in estrus and maybe get those bulls moving but it's uh 
but that's what you got to be out there. If the season's open, you got to be out there. Yeah. Now, you know, a lot of places here in the Midwest, uh, it is incredibly dry, historic dryness, if you will. <laughs> I don't know how else you'd say it. Um, now, what is it like? I think your opener early season archery there in Montana kicks off like September 3rd, I think. Is there pretty good water? Because, you know, I mean, those big old elk, they've got a frequent water daily, sometimes multiple times a day. Is there pretty good water around or is it dry there as well? Depends on where you are, but this year, um, especially in the eastern part of the state, is much better than it has been the last two years. Yeah, uh, a good buddy of mine is heading out to his lease now. the The archery antelope season actually opens today, so he's out wow. uh, pronghorn hunt, but also hang trail camera, see what's going on with the elk. And he talked to his rancher and said that the grass is much, much better. Feed will not be a problem this year, which is far different than the last two years so that's that's good news yeah well the thing is you know you're hunting those parks or those areas uh if you're adjacent to ranch land where you've got hay fields and so forth that's pretty good but you still have to find them scouting is still paramount isn't it scouting is paramount and uh especially with archery tackle i mean you may get within 100 yards of all the elk in the world but uh that's Probably not close enough. Yeah. Now, are you a big proponent of the buddy system, hunting in pairs, especially when it comes to elk? You know, I mean, it's good uh, for calling and, you know, distracting a lot like turkey hunting. Or are you more of a do-it-yourself, you know, I hunt by myself type of guy? I like hunting with a buddy for the reasons you mentioned, but also just the camaraderie and being able to share the experience with somebody. Yeah. Um, I've done plenty on my own, of course, but when it comes to calling and stuff like that, uh, man, those animals are so amazing on how they can pick out exactly where that sound's coming from. So they're usually coming right to you, and usually you get that frontal shot. So having a buddy help call, you know, distracts it, hopefully pulls it past you, you get that nice broadside shot. And don't forget, hunting with a buddy also helps on the pack out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, interesting (laughs) enough, I wrote an article for Outdoor Life called Tag Teaming for Trophies, and it was two guys on the western slope of Colorado hunting the Grand Mesa, and uh, they were doing exactly what you're talking about. They would stage a shooter on a known trail, and then the uh, the other guy would actually make a big circle and drive them down because that's just the way the elk moved. And it turned out to be very good. Now, they didn't get an elk on that particular trip, but they shot like a 204 mule deer, which is pretty darn good. That's a pretty good pair of trade, I would think. Yeah, once again, hanging out with Mr. Willie Schmidt, uh, the host of Pure Hunting. They don't go shoe shopping on Pure Hunting. Sportsman Channel, Mondays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, all new 11th season airing. Now, I mean, obviously, there are a lot of uh, states that you can hunt elk in, you know. Uh, some great over-the-counter opportunities, a lot of draw opportunities. Uh, you focus a lot on, like, New Mexico, Colorado, Montana, where, which is, you know, you're you're from Colorado originally. Where is your favorite place to chase elk? If you could only pick one state, which state would it be? Well, I would have to say Montana. Not really? Just because now I'm a resident for four years. But it's a, it's a very liberal season uh, with a general tag. You get six weeks of archery. And then if you're unsuccessful, it doesn't mean your season's over. There's a week gap or actually a five-day gap, and then the rifle season starts. So you can use that same tag, assuming it's not one of the limited entry, you know, draw areas. So you essentially have 11 weeks of elk hunting oh, on wow. one tag. Numbers are not nearly what Colorado is. Of course, nobody hosts, boasts the number of elk that Colorado does, but it's got 
a lot of elk, there's great quality elk, and even though the growth in the state has been kind of silly over the last three or four years, just get away a little bit, and it's you're not competing with a bunch of people like you are in some of the other states. Yeah, we've often heard that uh, that elk, of course, they're in the higher elevations. Now, we've got a lot of listeners out back east, and uh, they're flatlanders. Uh, how good a shape do you have to be in in order to do your scouting as well as hunting? really depends on the terrain. I'm not trying to hedge things, but I would say be in better shape than you think you need to be, um, especially flatlanders coming out. I don't, you know, if you're coming from, let's just say, 500 feet in elevation and you're coming out to, even if it's not one of the higher elevations, but let's just say seven, 8,000 feet, 9,000 feet, that takes a toll on your body if you're not used to it. And I've known a lot of people who have missed the first couple of days of their hunt. They couldn't come out early enough to acclimate. So they've kind of ruined the first couple of days of their hunt, if not the entire hunt, by just not being prepared and acclimated and being in shape. So be in better shape than you think you need to be. And if you can, get out a day or two before your hunt's going to start and just acclimate yourself to it. It's going to make a much better hunt, and you're going to feel a heck of a lot better. You bet. Hey, can you stick around? we got to take a break right now. I am here. Go ahead and take a break, and uh, I'll fill up my coffee. All right. <laughs> hey, uh, we're talking with Will Schmidt. Of course, he's the host of Pure Hunter on Sportsman Channel, Monday nights at 9 o'clock. Yeah, all-new 11 season Sportsman Channel, Mondays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. This has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Uh, Mr. Willie, before we get to a break to learn more about you pure hunting uh your partners where you're gonna go get some elk hunting tips man where can we find you online uh instagram pure hunting underscore official and i've got a personal page elk caller uh, and then of course facebook is pure hunting or willie schmidt you bet more willie schmidt right after this we're out for protein and elk are on our hit list we're hunting some ungulates baby filling the freezer with organic Stick around. The revolution with Jim and Trav will continue right after these messages. This is not just any season. This is the ultimate season. Make it your best ever with the latest and greatest gear, videos, tips, product reviews, and more at ultimateseason.com. You'll find the ultimate gear for the ultimate year. Go to ultimateseason.com and make it happen. High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. The Revolution with Jim and Trev is back and outdoors bound. Now let's get back to Willie Schmidt, host of Pure Hunting on Sportsman Channel, Mondays, 9 p.m. Eastern, presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. This is part two. Hey, we are back. We are talking outdoors bound in this week's show. And, of course, before the break, we had Willie Schmidt on. Of course, he had, he's the host of Pure Hunting on Sportsman's Channel, Monday nights at 9 o'clock Eastern Time, and we're talking elk hunting. Now, you did a really interesting video, Mr. Willie, um, and I'm so glad that you brought this up because I think it's a bunch of BS. Uh, this whole his, his, his video is a bunch of BS. No, he was pointing out BS. Oh, I he see. He was calling Fooey Patooey. <laughs> you got to clear this up. He was calling Fooey Patooey on these little. D- 
Uh, anyways, the, the whole debate of public versus private land hunting. We hunt everything. We want, you know, walk in hunting, just regular national forest access, private land, whatever you can do, you should hunt. Everyone should recreate. Let's face it. If everyone had access to private land, they would love it. But it's not available. OK, it doesn't mean you're not as good of a hunter. But people criticize and they bash and they're like, oh, if you hunt anything outside of public land, you're just a that's what people say. I am. I hate that crap. And they bash you online and you brought light to that. And I'm so glad you did, Willie. Well, I appreciate it. I think we have enough anti-hunters, people who don't understand hunting. I wouldn't even consider them anti-hunters. They just aren't educated. Who yeah. We have enough hurdles to get over to follow our passion and love what we do. When hunters are bashing other hunters, it just does a total disservice to all of us. And in my opinion, it's more than the public and private debate. It's whether you're a bow or a gun hunter, whether you are outfitted, hunted, or if it's high fence, low fence. I mean, as long as it's legal mm -hmm. and people are outside enjoying it and sharing their experience with other people, we all ought to support that. Yeah, actually, I have hunted, uh, you know, high fence ranches down in Texas. And, of course, I've hunted in the National Forest in Colorado, Montana, and Wyoming, and so forth. It's hard. It's really hard to get out there and move and uh, and actually be successful, even if there's a fence involved. No question. I mean, I could see if you had a little <laughs> 20-acre pen or something, but <laughs> yeah. most aren't like that. And, and people people have that, uh, that perception. And, you know, I think people will argue whatever they see fit, but they don't expand the thoughts of it. I mean, I've hunted Lanai for Axis deer. Oh, wow. And if you think about it, Lanai is an island. I yeah. mean, it's a big island. But there's some high fence areas in Texas that potentially, I don't have the facts, but potentially have more acres within their high fence than Lanai does as an island bordered by water. So does that make it non-fair chase? Yeah. What about Antelope Island in Utah? I mean, they claim that at low tide or whatever, when the water's down, the deer will, you know, go to the mainland or whatever. But how often? So technically, is Antelope Island considered a high fence, not free range? I don't think people think about that. They just hear fence and think that it's not fair chase. Well, yeah, you look at Kodiak Island. I'm sure the four sixes <laughs> is probably bigger than Kodiak Island. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, okay. Yeah, I remember when, uh, uh, you know, the uh, compound bows first came out and all of the purists with the long bows, they just said, oh, no, that's unfair to the animal. I got to tell you something. You still got to hit the doggone thing. And then... When they came up with a crossbow, the guys who had the uh, the uh, compound bows, well, they turned their nose up at those guys. But you know what? They're all out there hunting. I mean, how stupid is that? Hey, you know, Willie, I want to ask you a question. Do you honestly think all those memes of Fred Bear that he said all those things? You know, it's like, really? Were you around and you like transcribe, you know, verbatim everything Fred Bear said? While leaning against a rock, Fred said. Yeah, anyways. To answer your question, no. Unless he wrote it down and signed it, I think there's a lot of people that hearsay just like many stories. But uh, it sure does make for good, uh, good social media fodder for sure. That's right. Now, where are you heading? All right. So we got some seasonings open up really soon obviously you've already mapped out what you're going to be doing it's been mapped out for months you have your tags you have your plans which state is it your home state you're hitting up first which you like that little squeak yeah, there yeah. that was pretty cool yeah, puberty was hard on them. where where are you going first <laughs> where, where are you going first willie uh right here in my home state uh i'll scout for elk and hunt archery pronghorn kind of overlapping Ooh. until september 3rd wow 
and then kind of focus on the home state here. Then I, I will go to New Mexico with my good buddy and co-host Chris Nowak. We've hunted there four years in a row. The last three years, kind of to the, the point we were making earlier, we do buy a landowner tag mm-hmm. um, for a five-day hunt. And that's just, we kind of have first right of refusal through uh, a guy that we met, Jordan Christensen. And the landowners love us coming down. So, you know, we go down and have run of that place for about, uh, we've, we've asked for six days this year instead of five. It's tough for two guys to kill an elk in, you know, five days. Oh yeah. Uh, and then, and then really it's Montana up until, um, uh, late October and I'll be heading to Ohio for whitetails and then back to Montana really until late season Iowa whitetails, which I've never hunted Iowa. It's, the muzzleloader of the late January season, which I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, well, actually sounds like fun. But, you know, even with a uh, – now, there are some uh, inlines that will shoot out there a heck of a long ways, but for the most part, you're 100 yards or less. And uh, now you were talking about some of those deer and elk that hang up at, at around 100 yards. You know, we were talking with Lee and Tiffany Lukoski. They practice out to 100 yards. Do you? For archery, yes. I mean, I, it doesn't mean I would take a shot at uh, an animal that far, but – if you practice out and have the confidence and, and feeling like you're setting the arrows in, boy, that 40-yard shot, that 20-yard shot, even that probably 50- or 60-yard shot, which I would take, especially on an elk, seems like a chip shot. Yeah. You know, one thing we, we can't get into because we don't have enough time coming up to a break, I think it'd be really interesting to talk. You know, you're an entrepreneur. Uh, you were the president of the bank. You, you moved on from there, and uh, you and your cousin, I think it was, or something like that, uh, you bought a car wash. But the whole premise of this is that when you watch these guys on television, you think, well, you know, this is all they do is hunt. No. I mean, this is really your hobby and you have a job that supports this, you know, uh, and you built an awesome business through car washes, right? To fund your hunting. Correct. Yep. It's easier if you marry a rich woman. Yeah, well, yeah, you should have went there. <laughs> but, you know. Well, married for love and not for money. Shame on me. And actually, today is our 29th wedding anniversary. Congratulations! So, no way! Congratulations! <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks. Uh, no, you're you're absolutely right. I mean, I I get told a lot. Boy, it sure must be nice to get paid all that money to go on all these hunts. And I said, Yeah, it sure must be. Let me know when you find somebody who has that. Situation. <laughs> That's no joke. I mean, you have to work tremendously hard uh to support this lifestyle you really do i mean these hunts they are not cheap you know and And they're not easy the expense yeah i mean you think about that you're spending all this money and time away for something that's not even a guarantee you know i mean that is really really tough especially uh if you don't have an understanding wife you know and been married 29 years yeah that's right absolutely 100 percent. yeah he's like this is a discussion that could get me in trouble (laughs) yeah Uh, okay we'll leave it at that (laughs) he's the host of Pure Hunting, all-new 11th season, currently airing Sportsman Channel Mondays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. All things Pure Hunting, Mr. Willie. Where can we find you online? Find me on Instagram, purehunting underscore official, uh, also Elk Collar, and then on social or on uh, Facebook, uh, Willie Schmidt, that's W-I-L-L-I. A lot of people like to put an E on it, or Pure Hunting. And then, of course, the website, purehunting.com. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Willie Schmidt. Of course, he is the host of Pure Hunting. After the break, we're going to talk to Cat Daddy. Yeah, and this has been presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. Now, is Pure Hunting on My Outdoor TV? It is. So yep. you got to go. Hop on My Outdoor TV. If you don't have a subscription, get one. Download the app. app watch Pure Hunting as much as you can. 
Mr. Willie, God bless you. Thanks for coming on, buddy. Thanks for the opportunity, you guys. Enjoy and good luck this fall. Here's Mrs. Bunny with a tip on elk hideouts brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them at HIMTNJerky.com. Elk hideouts. Elk look to hiding cover for security as a means of escape from predators, so seeking out these cover locales is a solid strategy for elk hunters. Look for the thick and unwelcoming cover where elk will often go to avoid hunting pressure. Don't neglect to look to steep terrain like boulders and cliffs because sheep and goats aren't the only ones that can navigate these tricky areas. Finally, identify grazing areas where a herd can go to sustain itself as these hotspots can provide the perfect shot of opportunity for hunters. Can I borrow your internet? JimandTrav.com. Everything outdoors is right there. Stay tuned. The revolution will return right after this. The ultimate season deserves the ultimate sweepstakes. Enter now for a chance to win one of our big weekly prize pack drawings, including a My Outdoor TV gift card. You'll automatically be entered in our grand prize drawing. An all-expense-paid trip for two to see country stars Lokash in concert. Let's go. Just another sweepstakes? No way. You have to experience It's adrenaline rush. It's the ultimate season sweepstakes. Enter now. Gameandfishmag.com slash ultimate sweeps. High Mountain Seasonings. The world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. The Revolution with Jim and Travis back. Now here's our very own captain of the SS Tuna Tub, Cat Daddy. I'll never go fishing again. This is in my friend. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com. Here are the boys. Hey, we're back. We're talking Outdoors Bound in this week's show. And before the break, we had Willie Schmidt on. Of course, he's the host of Pure Hunting on Sportsman Channel, Monday nights at 9 o'clock Eastern Time. Yeah, just now being joined by the Kansas Catman. He's fixing to be the uh, Mississippi Whisker Dude. Did you see <laughs> that new state record in Mississippi? He caught it, I think, on a trot line? I think so. 104 yeah. pounds. It's the all-new uh, Blue Cat state record. Blue Cat, huh? Yeah. Met the- you never hear them catching up, no big flatheads, you know? I, I can't understand that. Well, because they're not good enough in Mississippi. They spend all. <laughs> they got to go to Kansas to learn how. They spend all their time practicing how to spell the state. Yeah. They don't learn how to fish properly. But that's 104 pounds on a trot line. That is a big Blue Cat. Well, you know, Kansas whole the world record for flatheads, so you know that that tells you just about the whole doggone story. Now, yeah. who has the world record catfish? Ken Polly. Ken Polly, how big was it? 120, 124.8. Oh my god, that would eat a baby, wouldn't it? It was a freaking hog, boy. Yeah. Big old, big old flathead. Said he caught it on a Zebco 33 on a gold Aberdeen hook. No way. <laughs> gold Aberdeen hook? Are you kidding me? God. Nope. Long story behind that. <laughs> That's old school right there. It was right backed there. up by a number 14 circle hook. Yeah. Holy smokes. <laughs> now, what is the biggest uh, flathead you've ever got? Well, the biggest flathead I ever got was 96.4. Man, that is big. Yeah. That's... Oh, huge fish. Huge fish, man. Yeah. Yeah. How long did it take to bring it in? Neither one of them was too tough, you know, probably about 25, 30 minutes. <laughs> Flathead kept coming up, shooting back down to the hole, coming up, shooting back down the hole. Yeah. They're notorious for that type of action when they're hooked. Yeah. Then blue cats, hell, they're just pure mean, man. They just take off and go out anywhere they can. And find a brush pile to get into. Yeah. Now, how was the fishing? You know, last week you guys hit it out of the park, had to switch things up, but had tremendous luck. How is it this week? Yeah, we're doing pretty good, you know, not as good as I like. The weather's, I don't know, man, the weather's been really weird this year. Super hot, super hot, and 
then it, you know, we get a little cold front comes in, drops down four or five degrees, and back up it goes. But you know, I've been finding out if they ain't biting at one leg, bounce off to another leg. Check it out. Mm-hmm. If they ain't bouncing there, bounce off to some other leg. Find out where they're at and what they're doing. Got to stick and move, man. Stick and move. Well, the thing is, you, you do you set up bean holes on all of these lakes, or there's just a couple that you do, like maybe Banner well, Creek? Well, uh, Jim, there's just a couple I do with the bean holes, but that that don't mean you can't go out and catch fish in the brush. You know, where, wherever there's brush, there's uh, you know knife knife catfish to be done. Now, what are your favorite places to hit up right now? Not to give away your your secrets, you don't have to pinpoint where. But what reservoirs, lakes, rivers, and what are you really concentrating on right now? Down in Tom's well, Bay Perry, Shop. Perry's a hell of a nice lake right now. You know, the blue cats are getting getting nice size up in there, and uh, the channel cats are getting big. Of course, they've always been nice up around Perry Lake. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the uh, the old faithful Banner Creek, you, you just can't beat that, that little lake there for, you know, nice Nice big channel cat, 15, 20, 25 pounds. Ooh. That's big. That man, that's big for a channel cat. Yeah. Especially a Zipco 33. <laughs> and they're fighters up there, boy. Let me tell you, they're fighters. But Perry's starting to produce some really nice blue cats out there. A lot, a lot of people's been going out there, you know, using fresh shad. The lake's plentiful right now with a lot of fresh shad popping all over the lake. So you can go out there with your net and get all you want for fresh shad. Mm. Now, is there a lot of fishing pressure right now or not too much? Eh, not too much. You know, you got the daggone hot weather. You got them young kids going out there. They can handle that, that intense, in, excuse me, intense heat. Now, you get an older fellow like me, you don't want to get out there too late in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You start to melt is what <laughs> you do. Meltdown's right, buddy. <laughs> wow. Well, uh if we want to book a trip with you, where do we have to go? Well, you don't go down to the grocery store. That's for damn sure. Yeah, he's in the produce w- aisle. <laughs> com. Yeah, and if you'd like to write old Cat Daddy, you can send him an email at catdaddy underscore one at msn.com. Now, let's say someone listening, they're like, I love Cat Daddy. I want to spend the week with him out on the water. How many people, if they put together a group of people, how many people... Can you not like to your max capacity, but if we wanted to bring quite a few people, would three, four people be too many on the tuna tub or not? Oh no, four people would be nice, comfortable, really comfortable day of fishing. Yeah, you get seven to eight people now. You're talking a hoes and elbows. Well, the thing is, when you're when you're out there and, and you're spending two or three days, unless you decide to come back to a, a motel every night and you're going to camp out, man. Setting up camp for that many people, that's pretty tough, isn't it? Well, you know, there's nothing easy about setting camp up in this type of weather unless you get right out there, you know, maybe renting one of them cabins or something like that. Set, set the tents up and everything, yeah, it takes a toll on you, but, hey, you know, there's nothing like the outdoors, you know. That's right. Nothing at all. All right, so again, Mr. Cat Daddy, where can we find you online, buddy? www.catdaddyguideservices.com You bet. Hey, coming up next, we've got Zach Phillips and Mary O'Neill Phillips. They're the host of Country Outdoors Adventures. Yeah, and we're going to Jerusalem. Ooh, to get uh, artichokes. And artichokes, maybe a new tooth and an ibex. <laughs> uh, it's going to be hey, great. Is that a fish, an artichoke? They <laughs> choke Artie, but it's not going to choke me. That's right. Mr. Cat Daddy, God bless you. We love you, buddy. All right, you got to take care, man. Hold the big ones for me. 
This is The Revolution with Jim and Trev. People are tweeting about this? Well, yeah, and they're also on social media like... Facebook? Yep. Well, it's called the internet. Plus, you can drop us some valuable feedback and help us sculpt the sound of the show at JimandTrav.com. How is that not obvious by now? Well, you'd be surprised how many times we have to remind people, don't move, The Revolution will return after these short messages. There's a lot of big bass in this lake. The Tackle Warehouse Pro Circuit, presented by Fuel Me, is back in action. A full bass limit! They're here. I know they're here. we got to make this happen. The country's top bass fisheries. Gotcha. The world's best anglers. We're swinging for the fences for this one. The race for the title is on. Major League Fishing's Tackle Warehouse Pro Circuit, Sundays at 2 p.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel. Sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is back. Don't forget, you can always drop us some feedback and help make the show better at JimandTrav.com. Now, let's kick off another two-parter with Zach Phillips and Mary O'Neill Phillips, host of Country Outdoors Adventures on Outdoor Channel's Facebook page every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. This is part one. Hey, we are back. We're talking outdoors bound in this week's show. And I got to tell you something. I'm excited about our next guest because they travel a lot. Walk like an Egyptian. <laughs> we got Zach Phillips and Mary O'Neill Phillips. They are the hosts of Country Outdoors Adventures. All new season just kicked off Outdoor Channel. It's on their Facebook page every Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Guys, how's it going? Oh, it's going great now. Even better now that we get to chat with you guys. What's up, folks? How's it going there? I was well, going pretty good. You know, we're in the heartland, but you're really in the heartland. Are you guys in Jerusalem? Yeah, we are. We're actually, we landed in Israel yesterday in Tel Aviv, and we're in Jerusalem for the next three nights. We're actually in a nunnery right now, staying with yes. the Sisterhood of Nuns. <laughs> the Sisterhood of Nuns, and it's not like the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. <laughs> um, no, it's, now, it's exactly like, um, what's that? How do you solve a problem like Maria, <laughs> but like the Israeli version? Really? What the heck are you doing in Jerusalem? And give us the long so, version. Long story short, I went to the dentist two weeks ago or so, and it looked like I needed to have a tooth pulled out. And I have had this fake tooth for a while. I knocked it out on my motorbike years ago in Australia. And they said, all right, it needs to come out. We need to replace it, blah, blah, blah. It's going to cost $6,700. Wow. And I was like, yeah. And so that afternoon, I was speaking to Mitch Petrie from Outdoor Channel. And he said, look, I'm not telling you what to do, but I hear that Turkey has the best dental tourism in the world. And it's really cheap and they're amazing. And you should go check it out. Okay. So that afternoon, I'm on Google, of course. Well, I sent through all my x-rays and everything. I found the best dental center in Turkey. All the big UK celebrities go there and get their veneers and everything done. And I sent over my x-rays, and they sent me back a quote for $700. $700? Now, what did it take to fly there? So here's the thing. Two years ago, when the pandemic was going on and Greece opened up its borders, I had booked return flights for $600 for Zach and I to Athens, and I kept putting them off. 
And so these flags were sitting there and they were meant to be for exactly like right now. And I was planning on putting them off again. And then this popped up and I was like, oh my gosh, it's like the, the, you know, the floodgates have just opened and given me an opportunity. And so I was like, okay, well, we'll fly to Athens. How much is a flight from Athens to Turkey? Uh, $150. And I was like, okay, well, but if I'm going to be in Turkey, how long does it take to get to Tel Aviv? And it was an hour and a half. And it was cheap. Cheap as chips. So here we are. We're breaking the Jerusalem. They had to carry their own guns, though. I was like, I've never heard of anyone flying all the way around the world to get their tooth fixed. Look, have a look at my bike husband. This just seems, I would prefer that when you see, I'll send you photos where where I'm getting my teeth done. It looks like Mykonos. It is like beautiful. I'm going to be, you know, if I'm going to be sitting there with painkillers zonked out, I might as well be on a beach in the middle of some Mediterranean beautiful place. Maybe might be a little bit sketchy, but whatever. It's better than sitting on my couch. Yeah. I'm going to be looking for a spot to come back and hunt Ibex. <laughs> yeah, that's where I was, I was looking up. All right, they're in Jerusalem. What are they hunting? There's not. Outside of Ibex, is there really anything to hunt? Ibex and boars, but we're going to go fishing. Oh, really? Now, is yeah. that going to try his uh, noodling? Like you guys, you know, not actually noodling, but you went, what, you picked up one of those uh, swimming tubes you cut up, Zach, right, for catfish? I don't, I don't know. I don't know their fish is good enough to say right now, but prehaps. <laughs> that would actually be a great idea for Zach to teach Zach to teach the fishermen how to noodle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You got the good old Georgia boy there. Uh, do you I don't s- know what I'll have to charge him for that. <laughs> <laughs> do you see a lot of other rednecks, Zach? Um, in Jerusalem, zero. Although today I was walking through the old city of Jerusalem and I ran into the University of Alabama football store. <laughs> Did you really? It literally says Alabama in the heart of Dixie and it's in the middle of the market in the old city. <laughs> yeah, was very disappointed to see that. Wish it would have been the Georgia Bulldogs. But... <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I was oh going God. through the uh, airport in Johannesburg and ran into Steve Scott. Just about the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> same, same, but different. <laughs> wow, that is insane. So that's kind of crazy. Yeah, I, walked, I, I did, didn't expect that walking through the old city of Jerusalem, but I did yell, go dogs. <laughs> <laughs> go dogs. Now, you guys got to get back soon. When is early season archery open in uh, Tennessee? You guys are going to go after uh, those big old bucks, Ibex in, the, and the, bucks in the velvet, right? Uh, yeah, that was the hard part getting me here during this time. So the Tennessee velvet season comes in on the 25th, I believe, or Producer Levi is going to hold that one down. I think he's going to go with Sean Stemley and try to film a deer hunt. And then we're going to get back and jump straight into hunting in Kentucky. Now, where are you guys going to be in Kentucky? We'll be in Southern. Uh, my buddy Reese Johnson up there, we're going to hunt with him. And then I also drew a gator tag in Georgia, so we may slide down there and try to kill my gator first. But we only have five days, and then allegedly we're going to Australia. We're going to be hunting wood buffalo. <laughs> going to Australia? Oh, my gosh. So, country, your tour has really expanded. Expanded now. I mean, now that we're yeah, in, it's, we it's were talking really country outdoors, and you just got to guess which country we're going to now. <laughs> I'm a very international redneck these days. <laughs> oh my god, that is insane! I mean, you guys, how many miles do you think you guys put on? You know, you even count the Jerusalem trip here. How many miles in a year do you guys think you travel? That's a good question. It's got to be over 20,000, 30,000, yeah. 40,000. I don't know. I'm not a good counter. Maps are. hard. I'd have to sit down with the calculator. No, I mean, so much that we need to have our own frequent flyer 
company for Country Outdoors because I'm about to go broke. You know, the crazy thing is you flew to Jerusalem for cheaper than you could drive halfway across the country here. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the what truth. I'm talking about. Yeah. I know. And look, guys, I'm going to put out my entire dental experience on my, I'm not being paid for this. It could be a complete swap. I could end up like having to go and have it all fixed in, in America, but it also could be amazing. So if people, you know. If you want to go on a little trip to Turkey, come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll see. I'm, gonna, I'm afraid this is going to turn out like a Liam Neeson movie. You know, <laughs> you know <laughs> Zach's going to... The gonna... last conversation you had with Mary and Zach, was, they're in Jerusalem in a nunnery. Yeah. Um, we walked through part of the Muslim quarter of the old city today, and I thought that that might happen. So. <laughs> yeah, we've, Zach... le- we've learned to not going to that. Yeah. Uh, not very welcome. <laughs> Zach's going to get a phone call and he's like, I have special skills. <laughs> <laughs> we know where you live. Uh, now, when you... What about you guys? What's happening with your season? Oh, nothing yet here. It's going to be an opener here pretty soon for archery early season and then uh, obviously dove season kicks off the first. You guys are yeah. big dove hunters. Uh, and yep. you, you even won... Didn't you win a cooking competition with your bacon wrap dove breasts? Well, we did a bunch of, yeah, for the uh, Great American Cook-Off, we cooked, it was bison, we did elk poppers, but yeah, I do make a very good dove popper, and um, I love anything that's, you know, flying that can die with my shotgun, so. (laughs) We will make it back for the dove opener, although I did look online yesterday, and a flight to Cairo, Egypt is only an hour, and they have a lot of dove hunting there, so who knows? No limits. (laughs) Really? I'd, I'd like to be with you so I can just say, oh, I went to Cairo. I don't think allowed to come with me on that list, yeah. so for safety reasons, but yeah. other than that, it should be fine. We, we kind of looked through the Instagram, and there's not a single photo of a woman, so we're probably going to say no to that part. <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right, hey, we got to get to a break. Can you guys stick around for part two? Absolutely. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Zach Phillips and Mary O'Neill Phillips. They're the hosts of uh, Country Outdoors Adventures on Outdoor Channel, uh, Facebook, uh, Thursday nights at 7 o'clock Eastern Time. Seriously, you guys have to tune in every single Thursday night. You have no idea what they're going to be pursuing or, or where it'll be. Where the hell they're going to be. Uh, before we get to a break, though, where can we find you guys online? Uh, you can head to Instagram, Country Outdoors, uh, Mary Neil Phillips, and Zach Phillips, our website, our YouTube, Country Outdoors, and then on Outdoor Channel's Facebook page every Thursday at 7 Eastern. All right, this has been brought to you by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV Part 2 with Zach and Mary. Don't go anywhere. The Revolution with Jim and Trav, a show that's dirtier than a nursing home on chilly night. (laughs) What the hell is that smell? Hit up JimandTrav.com and always stay connected to the show. Don't move. The Revolution will continue right after these important messages. Experience the global hunt for adventure. All of a sudden, there's like 30 bull sharks around me. Those are aggressive sharks. With Donald Trump Jr. and the Field Ethos team. I'm going to Colorado to work at a bar and fly fish and hunt. I'm sure your dad loved it. Yeah, we went over a break. They're adventure seekers with hunting, fishing, travel, and conservation embedded in their DNA. Field Ethos, Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. 
and watch extended cuts exclusively on My Outdoor TV. Thanks for tuning into The Revolution with Jim and Trav and Outdoors Bound. Now rejoining Jim and Trav is Zach Phillips and Mary O'Neill Phillips, host of Country Outdoors Adventures on Outdoor Channel's Facebook page every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. Here's part two. Hey, we are back. We're talking outdoors bound in this week's show. And before the break, we uh, went to Jerusalem and was talking with Zach Phillips and Mary O'Neill Phillips talking about her teeth. <laughs> Zach's going to go dove hunting. <laughs> uh, they might get kid Cairo. <laughs> now, you guys, it's really cool what you have done with Country Outdoors. It's a whole really brand lifestyle. Uh, but did I see that you guys actually put on like a wild game cooking competition at, yeah. a, at a huge music? Was it an award ceremony? So what we did was, no, it was, it was during CMA Festival, actually. Okay, um, yeah. And it was to raise money for a nonprofit that we love. It's called Catch a Dream. Um, and they're the outdoor version of Make-A-Wish. They actually were a part of Make-A-Wish and then Make-A-Wish moved away from the hunt fish and guns. And so Catch a Dream was birthed. And um, they take terminally ill children out on hunting and fishing adventures. And so it's super, super cool. And so we did this wild game cook-off um, during CMA Fest where we had four celebrity uh, judges and four celebrity chefs. And they had one hour to cook their favorite um, meat from Mossy Oak Wild Game Butcheries. And uh, so they had to cook them on a Traeger grill and they had one hour with the meat. And so everybody picked different meat, bison, duck, um, venison, boar sausages. And I'll tell you what, all those boys, they did really well. For having an hour to cook, all that food was phenomenal. Um, and then they were judged on presentation, taste, and originality, and the judges absolutely roasted them. Mm. Yeah, well, the, the interesting <laughs> part about uh, cooking that meat, you know, if you only have an hour to do all of those things, the Traeger grill is the one to do it because you can really control not only the heat, but also the amount of smoke. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so they all did that. Dylan uh, Marlowe was the one who ended up winning it, and he did an incredible bison. And it was just, you know, with wild game, especially with the steaks, it's all about how they're cooked. And if you're, you know, a, a, a wild game connoisseur, then you know it's about it not being cooked too much. And so he cooked it perfectly. It was still a bit pink. It was seasoned perfectly with some Traeger seasoning. Um, and everybody went back for seconds and thirds. But it was great. We had Tyler Farr involved as one of the judges, Matt Stell, um, a bunch of country artists. And then they all performed a big concert at the end. And it was really, really great. It was a kickoff to CMA Fest. So it was the day before they make started. Yeah. Now, everyone knows Zach's aversion of going to the grocery store. He'd rather catch it or kill it himself. Have you guys, out of all of your travels, let's say you had to pick a state, a place that would be best suited for being self-sufficient when it came to hunting, when it came to fishing, what state would that be in the United States? Either lower 48, Alaska, or wherever it may be. Where would you guys personally pick? If I wanted to stay fat and happy during the spring, I'd go to South Florida. Really? The first part of March. Yeah. There's wow. so much down there between the produce, vegetables, the fruit, and then the wild game, fishing. There's just tons of stuff there. That's where I'd go. I'm going to be biased, but I think Tennessee has everything. We've got deer. We've got good fishing. We have turkeys galore. 
um, and they do a good, really good job of managing the population. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with t- uh, Tennessee. Now, with you guys traveling as much as you do, and you work with, uh, is it Camping World? Yes. Is it better, especially with this nomadic lifestyle? Does it make more sense for you know for let's say you guys to own a home, or is it really better suited to have an awesome fifth wheel trailer that you pull behind your truck? You could move here and there. You could adapt with season dates. Is it cost effective or not really? Or is it hard not having like a constant home base? I mean, you guys do have a home, obviously, uh, but yeah. do you prefer the on the road travel or not? Uh, look, I like having a home base to go back to because Nashville is where we always come back to but for us being on the road as much as what we are it is so exhausting if you're going in and out of hotels all the time plus if we're out say in Nebraska or Kansas or whatever and we're getting up early to go hunt deer or whatever it is it's really nice to have everything there and be able to literally park in a field and boondock and get out and you know it gives you a lot more extends your outdoor time and your hunting ability a lot more um plus it's just a comfort zone and on top of that we have our dog which we bring everywhere with us which we could not do if we um didn't have the rv with rv i like the fact that i can pack heavy and have all the things that i need with me yeah. whereas if i had to fly or even drive my truck i would not I'd be limited on space like she said, moving your stuff in and out of a lodge or in and out of a hotel, pain in the butt. Now, if fuel prices would get a little better, it would be more cost effective. Right. Other than that, I would say it's definitely more cost effective than jumping around hotel to hotel. Yeah, yeah uh, no. Uh, yeah, like being able to have all of our weapons, you know, with us. And so, you know, if we want to, if some, another season pops up or we decide to go into another state, um, and we want to go for hunt pheasants, we've got our guns there or whatever. So it's super convenient. You don't have to be eating garbage from gas stations all of the time. You can cook your own food. And also when you've, you know, gone and killed your game, you can go and clean it and cook it back at the RV. It's super convenient. Yeah. Are you guys going to be chasing after elk this year or not? Well, that's kind of where we made the decision on it was either elk or doing the water buffalo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause, that, that's yeah, always been my know. choice. Yeah. It was, always, <laughs> it was always the choice. And we got a good deal on the water buffalo that we couldn't turn down. So. The water buffalo it is. You guys in good deals. Got a good deal on a tooth in Jerusalem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, oh. <laughs> I'm just always after a bargain, fellas. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what, you guys are gutsy. I will say that much. Holy cow. All right, so coming up to a break, uh, this has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop on line, check them out, yamahamotorsports.com. Again, for all things, all new season just kicked off, Country Outdoors Adventures. Uh, uh, it's on Outdoor Channel's Facebook every Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, to learn more about you guys. I know people like they're in Jerusalem. I saw you were on uh, Cabela's Bass Pro Shop's Facebook social media this morning, Mary. Was I? Yeah, they're like promoting I, I a photo of you. Really? Interesting. Yeah, that was an old shoot that I did with them a couple years ago for conservation. Did you know that's still floating around? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and they found out while we were there, they don't have to go to Jerusalem to get artichokes. Yeah. So now where can we yeah. find you guys online? So you can find us on Country Outdoors Instagram, Mary O'Neill Official, and Zach Phillips on Instagram. And head to uh, same thing on Facebook and YouTube, and then Outdoor Channel Facebook every Thursday at 7 Eastern. You bet. Hey, more of us right after this. Jimmy Trev.com, Jimmy Trev.com, Jimmy Trev.com. Log on to Jimmy 
for all things revolution and stick around. The boys will be right back. Any adventure, any task, any time. There's a Yamaha Utility ATV for any ride and any rider. See the full lineup at YamahaMotorsports.com. Adventure seekers can start with the trail-tested capability and comfort of the Yamaha Grizzly lineup. For the ultimate in midsize ATV performance, check out the Yamaha Kodiak 450. And for those who mix work and pleasure, the Yamaha Kodiak 700 line devours chores and leaves room for adventure. Find your utility ATV at your local Yamaha dealer or at YamahaMotorsports.com. That's YamahaMotorsports.com. ATVs are recommended for use only by riders aged 16 years and older. ATVs can be hazardous to operate. Yamaha recommends an approved training course. For safety and training information, see your dealer or call 1-800-887-2887. I'm Al Simon, 91 years young. I created Balance 7 20 years ago. At 67, I went to see the doctor for the first time in my life and found out that I had medical problems. He told me that was normal for my age. I don't believe God intended us to be sick and old. I decided to find something to bring my health back. For 10 years, I studied pH and how important it is to the human system. Balance 7 gave me back what I lost by getting older. I no longer get out of bed with a joint discomfort. Balance 7 can do for you what it has done for me and many others. In three days' time, you'll feel more energy, less joint discomfort, and clarity of thinking. No doctor or hospital can do what Balance 7 can do for you. Balance 7 is the key to unlocking the healthy immune system. Bring your body back to balance. Order now. Receive free shipping with the code word AL. Go to balance7.com. That's balance7.com. Order now and get your free shipping and a free gift with your order. Go to balance7.com. Use the code word L. Great show, everyone. We just got to get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show. It was kind of an international show this week. Of course, if you want to count being in Montana with old Willie Schmidt, host of Pure Hunting. And then, of course, uh, we were in Kansas with uh, Cat Daddy. And then finally, yeah. we had Zach Phillips and Mary Lanou Phillips. And they called us from? Jerusalem. Jerusalem, of all places. The Holy Land. <laughs> uh, this was a fun show. Last word, though, Jimbo. Hey, the last word is... Stick close to home. Stay home. Do what you can. Uh, hammer home firearm safety. No, get out there. Do some hunting. Do some fishing. And scouting. All right, so hop on JimbyTrav.com as well. We will return next week, won't we, Jimbo? That's right. All right, so peace out. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, and God bless you and the United States of America. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.